was only 18 years old. And responsible for own action. It explained why I leave. Fear is why you leave. Oh, I beg you. Your fear make ears think. What has happened to you? Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two farming, not fighting minutes at a time. I'm Robin, and joining us today is the Cobra Kai companion commander himself, Peter. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello, definitely not Mike or Mel, and doing my best to try to fill four shoes. Four shoes, yeah. At least two pairs. Large ones. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yes, again, Matt is out this week. Uh, we do miss him, and I'm, I'm hoping he'll be back uh, on Monday. Um, I'm willing to um, bet three to one on that, that uh, he will be back next week. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> uh, so today we're talking about minutes 70 to 72. I can't believe we're so far in the movie of uh, The Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with some unwelcome visitors and ends with uh, Miyagi's disappointment. Uh, we left off on Wednesday with Kumiko showing up to go to the dance with Daniel, but as we get started from outside, we hear Miyagi's name being yelled. And uh, I don't know about you, when I first heard, you know, Miyagi, I thought it was Sato. I thought so too. Um, and, you know, I kind of mentioned this, I think on Monday, that uh, the, the format of these minute by minutes, it, it's 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 interesting because like you know we um, the guests we get sent these clips and so um, unless you're you know my co-host Brianna who has like everything you know photographic memory and, and of where everything's placed like sometimes I kind of forget like wait did, did that already happen or whatever and so like the first time you sent me the clip I go wait a minute now Sato's not here <laughs> and then it was like chosen I go oh okay that's so weird. Coming the day. And, and yeah. because of who I am, I, I love to to kind of like pimp my own stuff, right? Right. Um, when Yuji came on for uh, the second time to talk about his time on Cobra Kai, yeah. he's uh, he was talking about how um, he was. Gosh, at what point was this? At one point, he said that he was trying to do more of like a Miyagi than a Sato, hmm. you know, as as older chosen. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder. Did I wonder what his thoughts were? Uh, we were talking with our our guests last week about how sometimes you know uh, uh, their enjoyment of the film is kind of uh, brought down a bit by uh, the voices uh, some of these Asian actors have to put on. Um, yeah. Um, when okay, so before I started uh, Cobra Kai, and the reason I started. Uh, because on my movie podcast, I was doing the Karate Kid movies, yeah. and um, at that time, I, I didn't have a regular co-host, and uh, I had uh, Tom from Jake and Tom Conquer the World. It's a uh, pop culture slash, you know, comic books and kind of nerd stuff, you know, so mm -hmm. um, all, all that type of culture. But he, he came on because he hadn't seen the movies in so long, and we did all the movies, and, and he he had great things to say about that first one. When we came to the second one, he's like, yeah, you know, the, the villains are a little cartoony. And and he just talked about their voices and it just yeah. it was kind of distracting. So I, I, I kind of get it. But also, um, you know, maybe it was a choice that Danny made or maybe even yeah. a direction from John G that like, hey, you know, we want to see like a, a bit of a audio just just to position like between Miyagi and Sato. You know, Miyagi's a little bit more soft spoken and stuff. And so we need 
this you know gruff gruffly bigger man you know maybe right. that's what it was uh, and yeah, in my notes, uh, one of my, one of the first things I wrote down is like it's it, it looks like Chosen is using Sato voice, and that that's really interesting because uh, if one speaks uh, Soto voce, which which is Sato it's Sato voce, it means to speak or sing quietly so others cannot overhear it. Mm, <laughs> so that is actually a, a term used. Uh, so. Uh, but if you're using uh, Sato voice, it is loud and gruff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Miyagi steps outside, followed by Daniel and Kumiko. There they find Chosen, Toshio, and Taro standing with garden tools. And uh, it's, a, it's a hoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the reason I, I uh, say that specifically is because uh, anybody that follows Yuji on Facebook, uh, Robin, do you do you follow him on Facebook? Uh, no, no, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, his profile picture on Facebook is uh, chosen holding the hoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so in the comments, there's there's a, a few jokes I, I think with some of his like personal friends and stuff, uh, yeah. and kind of you know uh, using some puns and stuff with the hoe, and uh, <laughs> it's quite funny. I, it, the, uh, I think at one point. Uh, his profile picture was him. Oh, it's coming up. Never mind. I'm not gonna mention it because it's not my scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can you can just say what it is. Oh, okay. It's uh, it, it. it's it's where chosen punches Daniel at the at the dance. Ah, uh, right. That right. was his profile picture. Yeah. And then and then he changed it to chosen holding the hoe. So <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of funny. It is funny when they step out and they're all standing there holding garden tools. It's like, oh, my God, they decided to help. <laughs> you know, my, my note was um, I don't get what the what the problem is. They're just aggressively gardening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Agi, you missed a spot. Let me get it for you. Like, <laughs> like uh, oh, yeah, it's it, it's kind of comical. Like, you know, yeah. to, 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 to review these minutes this way, um, I'm just like okay like that's just a little garden like yeah you guys are going to return later but is this a warning because the three day is over like um, i know is this the beginning of was what they do coming up a the beginning of we don't see all the other wreckage that they do um yeah um so yeah chosen says here uh before we get to that that the three days of mourning are over i've been come i've been sent to get you and I just wanted to I sat back and I thought about the three days and, uh, you know, as we've been going along, I've been saying, like, has it been longer than three days at this point? And so I, I actually figured out the three days, what happened in each day. So okay. day one candle ceremony, Miyagi is morning. Miyagi and Daniel have the big sunset scene. Day, day two. Now, Miyagi and Daniel are training in the dojo. Then they go to the cannery. Then Daniel ru ruins Chosen scam, and then that night Chosen attacks and one is out on the road with Kumiko, and then day three is the big uh, Daniel and Kumiko go to the castle. Then they go to Naha. Then the ice breaking scene, and now it's day four, <laughs> because uh, because yeah, B D Wong invited them to the dance, and I think it was for the next day, if I remember correctly. So I, it actually has been three days. <laughs> I would love. To speak, I mean, and maybe you guys touched on it because those, you know, at the time of this recording, those minutes are, are they out yet? They're not out yet, are they? No, I don't know. What ones? The, the, the B.D. Wong scene. Oh, no, definitely not. 
Okay, yeah, that's that's what I thought. I, I know I'm like maybe a few episodes behind, but I was like, I can't be that far behind. But um, <laughs> I, I I think a lot of people like anytime they talk about that sequence with BD Wong, they always just talk about that ADR. Like I want to know the story behind that. It was like the mic not on when they filmed that? Like oh crap, right. and we're over here, we can't get a hold of BD Wong, so they had somebody else do it. Like it's just so off. Uh, and it's one of his first roles, so I just naturally assume some that you know some. Uh, you know, Abelson was like, oh, that kid didn't speak up loud enough. Let's just have somebody dub over his voice. And it's not a big thing because nobody knows who. Well, it was Brad Wong when he was uh, uh, billed uh, in Karate Kid Part 2. And his only other credit at that point was a guest appearance as counterperson on an episode of Simon and Simon. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like they handed somebody the script and say, um, all right, no, sorry, we don't have the footage for you. Just. You know, read the words and yeah. do your best at the inflections. Yeah. So, yeah. So weird. Uh, so, yeah, Miyagi lets them know he's not going to play along. He says, tell Farmer, or t- tell Farmer, tell Uncle I am Farmer, not Fighter. And I just thought, why would he say Farmer? Is it just because of the whole gardening thing? Like, he's, he's not really a farmer. Would it be weird if he told Chosen, tell Sato I'm a lover, not a fighter? <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the usual, that's the phrase you're used to, but. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so now we see why they're holding farm tools. Uh, Chosen yells at them at, at Toshio and Taro in Japanese. Um, uh, Miki Yamashita uh, let us know that uh, he's yelling, go do it. Uh, so they destroy the crops. They laugh. Daniel steps forward, but Miyagi stops him. And uh, Daniel um, kind of looks at Miyagi like, are you going to do anything? And yeah, that's when I, we go into the next scene. But. I love the framing, too, of, yeah. of, you know, yeah, Daniel looking at uh, Miyagi and Kumiko. Like, I, I think that's just, like, a great uh, visual right there. Uh, you, you said something that actually um, kind of, like, you know, that's an interesting yeah. comment there. But you, you uh, so Chosen commands them, go do it. Yeah. Right? So... So they were sent there, and was that Sato's directions? Like, if if he is just going to stand there, provoke him. You know, let's start something right. little. You know, mess with the gardens, um, because you know, like he's been given the three days, and so so it just, that just kind of like it, it makes me wonder and kind of question like Sato's character. Um, how bad is he trying to fight? Like, is he starting to kind of? maybe not get a little soft you know what i mean like why why start with the garden if if he was sent there to get miyagi right so right. like the command of you know um i'm sorry tell me the command again what was the, the translation yeah. uh, uh go do it go do it so so that was that was what they were kind of waiting for like it's, it's right. not like all right well um you know do whatever like the, the specific instructions were to ruin the gardens right um because there was no hesitation so yeah it, it just kind of makes me wonder um was that in this uh, uh direction from sato or was that something chosen came up with you know because yeah. why why start with the garden and not go directly to the house uh, i mean obviously right. like in terms of filmmaking that that's going to be a, a sequence that you want to save later but this is just so little you know that it's almost nothing um, again, like we we just kind of laughed at like how they're just aggressively gardening, <laughs> um, you know, like they could have thrown, you know, uh, bottles or something at 
the windows. Like, you know, th- th- this isn't that much damage. Like, this is yeah. not that bad. So, yeah. I think it's more of a um, – and, and, and I kind of go back and forth on whether this was Sato's idea or if it was Chosen's idea. Like, if mm-hmm. Sato's like, go go get Miyagi, and my, the three days are up, and Chosen's like, all right, we got to get Miyagi – He's going to probably give us some grief. So we got to do something to uh, to upset things. Uh, so uh, we got to make him look bad in front of, you know, the other uh, people in the town. You know, we have to make the other people in the town be like, all right, well, if he's not coming, you know, you're it's not going to be a, a problem, uh, some some sort of problem happening against him. It's going to be a problem for everybody. Um, so, I, you know, and whether that's Sato's idea or or. Um, chosen's. I don't know. Sato, you know, shows up with uh, construction equipment later, so it might have been Sato's idea uh, all, all along. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, that, I mean, Sato would just be zero to sixty there at that point, yeah. bringing like a uh, like a little bulldozer or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go into the next scene, there are a bunch of little deleted scenes or a couple of, uh, of, of deleted scenes here that I'd love to tell you about because this scene, it ends and then we go to Miyagi at Sato's place. The, in, in the original shooting script, it, the scene actually goes on. So Chosen and the boys like finish their destruction, uh, which is just that one uh, little garden. And, uh, and and Chosen, in responding to, I'm a farmer, not a fighter, Chosen looks at him and goes, now farming is finished. And Miyagi doesn't say anything. He just goes over, calmly kneels down, and starts working in the soil, replanting. Uh, and, you know, Chosen's like, you know, what are you doing? And, and uh, Miyagi says, getting ready for replanting. And Chosen is now super angry, and he kicks dirt in Miyagi's face. Mm-hmm. And... Miyagi just wipes it away and keeps working. And then all of a sudden, all the villagers all join Miyagi in replanting that garden. And Chosen gets super frustrated and storms off after glaring at Daniel, of course. <laughs> Man, I'm... See, I thought that was great. I And and, and it's funny because in the shooting script, uh, Miyagi doesn't even go to see Sato after this. And this version makes more sense than what's on the screen because... Why would Miyagi let them destroy those crops if he's just going to go visit Sato anyway? (laughs) Why didn't he just go, you know what? I do need to talk to Sato. This is getting out of hand, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah, what you just described, it it is interesting. I don't know if I want to see that, like the disrespect to kick dirt on Miyagi. But I also, we haven't seen Miyagi do that. Just kind of like, yeah, for him to continue planting after that and i i get the whole idea with the villagers coming to to assist in that that kind of like strengthens their community and shows that they're not necessarily scared because they're also following in uh following miyagi here who's trying to lead by example right. but um yeah like i i don't know like i i feel i feel that kind of does something to miyagi's character though to kind of see him like that like you know, just kind of like just dust off the dirt and continue working. I don't know. Like, I think it's a good idea, but to see it visually, I, I feel like that that would do something with this character that I, I can't seem to put my finger on right now. It's a pretty extreme uh, example of putting principle before passion, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's no Miyagi Sato scene in the shooting script after this. The next scene is Daniel and Kumiko getting ready for the dance. And they're in separate rooms, but like talking through the thin walls. Uh, so Daniel like goes, you think you're going to fight? 
And Kumiko says, no, because Miyagi is a great man. And Daniel pushes back. He says, even though he ran out on your aunt. <laughs> uh, and Kumiko says, no, he chose to go. And Daniel asks, what's the difference? And Kumiko says, principles. And Daniel then says, it's sad. And Kumiko says, yeah, but it's also romantic. Um, and Daniel says, uh, it sounds like the story is where everyone is in love, but no one lives happily, happily ever after. And Kumiko goes, yeah, it's exactly like that. Like, we call them happy, sad stories. And Daniel's like, no, I like happy, happy stories. And <laughs> Kumiko says, that's not like what life is. And Daniel says, well, I like to think it can be. And then the, the scene kind of ends when they kind of come out into the same room and see each other all decked out in their 50s clothes. And they're like, ooh, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then oh, it moves on okay. to the dance. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting alternate uh, version of that. And um, yeah, Daniel kind of thinking, oh, man, I wish maybe he should fight, you know, um, especially mm -hmm. seeing his teacher getting like dirt kicked in his face, you know? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it's not that if if we did see that, it's not it's not that Miyagi would be defeated. We've never seen him in a position where somebody's got like the best of him, mm -hmm. you know, so like to, to kick dirt into his face, like. You think about that first movie and the two racist guys that he encountered on the beach, yeah. you know, that sequence, like uh, that, that encounter. And then he scares him off with, you know, his uh, bottle challenge, right? Like the bottle <laughs> yeah. cap challenge. Yep. Um, and so, like, yeah, just throughout all, all the movies, the only time somebody got anything on Miyagi is, you know, later on coming up when Chosen gets like the only hit on Miyagi. Mm. Um, in, uh, in the series. In, film, in the entire filmography. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so back to the movie. Uh, the next scene uh, starts in a beautiful garden with a tiny waterfall fountain in the middle. And then all of a sudden we hear this uh, guttural yell and the hand of Sato comes smashing down on a block of wood in the foreground. It's a pretty fun, uh, it's like, ah, oh, peaceful. And then like, and and his guttural yell, uh, the first one he does is, Doh! <laughs> it's so funny. So He's uh, practicing loud. the scales, like do re mi, like is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and I read in an a interview. We don't know exactly where this location is, but John Avildsen said it's in Hawaii, and apparently this is like uh, some uh, big record producer's house who was mm. a friend of uh, producer Jerry Weintraub. So they're using like his backyard. They must have had a nice. great view and the fountain and all that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and I see Sato has a, a butler, kind of like a, uh, Terry Silver has a butler. Yeah, yeah. There in 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 the um, uh, credits, he's called Sato's Houseman, and he oh, he's played by Wes Chung, whose only other credit is guesting on an episode of Hawaii Five O uh, about ten years before this episode, before this movie. So oh, maybe wow. he's just a local guy. And <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine Hawaii Five O has a, a lot of people that. Um, uh, that's in here too as extras or something like that. Right, right. So yeah, Sato whirls around. He sees Miyagi standing there, and I like how Miyagi just kind of looks, you know, amused. You know, he doesn't look like scared at all. It's his friend. It's his old friend. You know, he still has that feeling, like you know, yeah, he might be super angry, but I'm just going to show him peace and love, and uh, hopefully that'll that'll. Where I mean, you know, like he's he's literally walked into the lion's den. He is he is now shown up after the three days, and it's you know, and, and according to Sato, it's time to fight. Um, but like, 
I don't know. Do you think it's because he think he can handle himself or he doesn't think Santo is actually going to go through with it? Uh, uh, um, well, like, you know, I, I do think that it's interesting that Miyagi did dress up to go visit Sato. So maybe he thought that it was going to be a little bit more um, kind of businesslike. And I think to see Sato in a gi, I think that kind of maybe let Miyagi know, like, okay, so, you know, this conversation is going to be, isn't going to be as serious. At least he doesn't think so. Um, right. Yeah. So, like, maybe. I don't know. He he's just amused. like okay, no Sato isn't all just business. Like he still he still enjoys karate. Like I like I remember right. uh, something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And also it's like he's in his gi and he is. Uh, this is his own personal workout, I guess, to hit this log over and over again. Yeah. Um. So has chosen already like come back and said yeah he's he's not coming and then Sato got mad went out and started working on the log again and that's when Miyagi shows up so Sato's not ready for a fight either which is why they don't end up fighting here I guess um, that's yeah. just how I'm reading <laughs> yeah I, I think yeah he's he's airing out um you know and perhaps this is just kind of like his routine and and he was maybe he hasn't even heard back from Chosen and like Miyagi shows up and like okay well you know you're here like I asked my nephew to bring you you know um right yeah yeah it i i do like the sequence because like you know i i again like just thinking about the look on miyagi's face and he's like okay so sato hasn't changed that much he still very much loves karate like when yeah. we were kids um and also interesting uh fun fact uh, there's a frame in this sequence somewhere where uh josh healed had that at as his profile picture for the longest time and mm. i i had asked him like oh like uh you're a fan of sato or whatever he just he just admired the shot um mm. it, it was kind of it's I, th I think it's coming up but it's uh miyagi's kind of behind sato a little bit and they're both kind of looking out into the water oh huh, yeah. look for that uh -huh. there is a bit of i don't know i think this this one bit of dialogue is so like I don't even know they 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 uh, put it in with a with a tire iron or something because it is of course to talk about this piece of wood you know because it's going to be a part of the big climactic sequence towards the end but Miyagi's dialogue is is that same wood we find together on beach that time and it's just like and Sato's response is like same and and there's nothing more said about it it's like. I'm immediately going, well, what is that story? And why did you just, why did you have your character just be like, you know, that one time, remember? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what I, you, did they find yeah. a log on a beach? What, I, I always kind of wondered. I, I just figured that it's something that they found together and, um, you know, it, it was something special and they used it probably for karate. Like, you know how they have like wooden dummies, but maybe as yeah. kids, they used it for something else and it was special to them. And since Miyagi left, uh, you know, and Sato ended up hating Miyagi. He, uh, I think, he was determined at some point to to kind of break, um, you know, this this wood that yeah. kind of like is symbolic of their friendship. Uh, that's just kind of what I took at. Uh, Interesting. Together. Yeah, because I was thinking, how funny is it that Sato's advertisement shows him breaking through pieces of wood? Daniel even comments on it. Yet yeah. this piece of wood they found together as kids, he can't break through it, yeah, uh, or at least. Is the implication that he has been trying for 40 years to break through this piece of log? Because it's got a nice little stone setup, you know, that it's got that it's mounted into. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it you know the, the setup is itself is questionable too. So it's like, um, I'm sure you could have just put it on like two boulders or something like that. But that that's a a nice setup, uh, yeah. just just to kind of hold that in place. Um, yeah, I, I would love that story and 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 your uh, your uh, pitch as a young young Miyagi. Yes, yes. You know, I have I, to see the scene where two guys go to a beach and like see a log of wood, and you're like, it's pretty good wood. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. Here's some, here some drums and they dig and find like a Jumanji uh, game board. Um, I, I tried finding the post in our group page, but like late 2018 in, in my Facebook group, we also kind of kicked around an idea of a young uh, Miyagi uh, spinoff. I, I couldn't find the post, but the reason I was looking for it is because uh, a bunch of us were like, oh, what about this actor? What about this actor? So we had a few actors that were like, oh, this would have been like a really good uh, Miyagi. Um okay. And we, we there was even a, a debate because like somebody used a I think they used a, a Chinese actor. I go, I feel the creators would like if they were gonna you know have like a Miyagi spinoff, they would cast a Japanese actor because he's the main actor. Yeah. Like you know if you had a side character, sure maybe a different nationality, not a big deal. But if you don't want to if you want to honor the character and the actor, you yeah. you hire a Japanese actor too. For sure. Um, but I'm on board. I, I want a Miyagi spinoff. Young Miyagi. So that would be so awesome. That'd be so awesome. Uh, I, I'd love it. Um, and of course, you'd have to create a whole new podcast for it, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, does it have to be new? <laughs> like, you know, maybe when that comes out, there's no more Cobra Kai, and I'll just continue on with the uh, Young Miyagi. <laughs> Young Miyagi companion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. I was like, oh, I mean, because I, I still plan on following, like, the people that were involved with Cobra Kai after the fact. And I was like, do I want to be counterbalance companion? <laughs> or so, like, you know, I still have a lot of time to think about it. But, um, you know, just to kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I continue uh... or I plan to continue on still even after the show's run. And, yeah, of course, uh, again, and people listening, this is a month ago, but it was this weekend we heard uh, that Cobra Kai got picked up for another season. So, holy cow! It's it, at, at least it was confirmed because um, Robert Mark Kamen spoiled it on a uh, <laughs> on an interview of his the same day he he told uh, or he revealed on my show that Tommy Stephen Griffith was in season season four. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That is one of those podcasts, listening to a podcast experiences that uh, I will I will always remember. I was I was folding laundry and I dropped the shirt I was folding, going, "Did he just say that Terry Silver?" I, uh, shout out to Watch Party, which is a YouTube channel. He um he he took that and made a video of it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Robert Murkaman says this," and then he plays that moment. And if you, if you watch the sequence, like you see my eyes kind of like searching the room, yes. like did did he mean? Yep. <laughs> Did, did he just say what I said? <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it was I, pretty I, funny. Yeah. Just our listeners to just seek that out. Cause yeah, I watched that too. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, Miyagi's here to make peace, but, uh, Sato doesn't want that. And they kind of talk about, uh, responsibility 18 years old. Uh, you betray your friend. Miyagi's using the ex excuse. Well, I was young. And Spasaz was like, yeah, no, but you were responsible for your own actions. And uh, I kind of side on the side of uh, Sato here. Like, yeah, you keep that, that's a, that, if anything, yes, there is some defense on uh, uh, what Miyagi did. Sure. Uh, overreact a bit when he left town. Sure. Don't use the defense of like, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, uh, 
I just think at 18, you might, it's not like you're just like walking around unconscious. You know what you're doing. You're just regretting you did in, you know, 40 years later. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I kind of sided with Sato on that. And yeah. I feel perhaps that's something Miyagi told himself to, right. you know, um, because he was guilty. Like, maybe that's yeah. what he told himself to to feel better about it and to move on from it. Oh, man, you know what? You were young. Yeah, you know what? I was. I was young. But, yeah, I agree with Sato. Like, you're responsible for your own actions, young or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes on and says uh, uh, he just tries to reason with them that he left. You know, there's no need to fight because... Miyagi's been punishing himself this entire time, uh, and, but Sato has it framed in his mind that, you know, like Miyagi didn't leave as some sort of uh, sacrifice. He ran with his tail between his legs like a coward. And now and now he's now it's time for his, you know, him to get paid back. <laughs> yeah. Um, the comment I made about Josh Shields profile pick, I actually I think I'm mistaken. I, I feel um Sato was actually wearing his suit uh, in, in in the picture that I I oh. thought I saw because yeah I was I was kind of skipping through this uh, the two minutes here and I'm not seeing what I thought was in here. Is so. it at the Obon dance or was it no? Like I um, how about the 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 funeral? Not the funeral, but the memorial where they set things to float. No, I'm sticking. I, I think I, I think it was right before like. Um, uh, Miyagi's father was passing away. I, I think it was right, uh, right before they, when they were about to fight. At, at some point, uh, I, yes. I think it was that point. Because, yeah, I, now I remember Sato was wearing a suit and he's clearly wearing a gi here. Right. Okay, so, yeah, uh, I like Sato's quote, your fear make air stink. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> this man is full of hate. Uh, and so, yeah, Sato just, like, has had enough. He's just going to walk away and then we get this oh, great shot of the scene, the the Sato in the foreground and then Miyagi over his shoulder, like like the angel that he is, goes, what has happened to you? You know, and it's so interesting to watch Sato's face here because it is right in the foreground. Like he's out of breath from his workout, but he also starts like looking like sad and conflicted. But when he turns to face Miyagi it, and it seems like he's going to be like, you're right. You know, there's something wrong here. I've got, I've got some anger, but when he turns to Miyagi, it like just the sight of Miyagi angers him again. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that that's a, a really good, uh, uh, you know, um, kind of insight. I, I feel, you know, perhaps that Sato is kind of more hurt. You know, then he, yeah. you know, uh, him just hating Miyagi for for what he did. Right. Um, you know, not only did he kind of lose out on the girl, he lost his best friend who, you know, yeah. he looked at as a brother. So I think, you know, in, in kind of hindsight, like how come he hasn't been able to break this board since? Is it because it's not necessarily full of hate? He's just more hurt. And so like when he's doing this, it's more just kind of, you know, like the physical pain is is – Maybe not. He's trying to uh, like self-inflict the pain, but it's like this gets my mind off of like really wanting to bash this guy's head in, right. but I'm also hurt at, at him leaving, you know, um, and not just ex- because of what happened. It's just the fact that you left me, you know. Right. Like we 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 don't know Sato's backstory either. Like I think I I don't know if it's, I, maybe it's your guys' show, but like have you been speaking mm-hmm. as if Sato has always had money? Well, you know, uh, it seemed that his father did, um, and then he kind of inherited from his father. You know, his father had the super trawlers that took out 
uh, Tomi Village's fishing industry. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure it's not just Tomi Village that this guy. Uh, and then, you know, we see on the billboards all the businesses that have the name Sato on it. The airplane hangar has the word Sat, the name Sato on it. Um, so either that was all acquired uh, by his father and passed down to him or Sato just you know, put his head down and was just like, you know what, this, this Miyagi and peace and getting balance, that's not for me. I'm going to just take, I'm going to be, you know, a, a shark, you know, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go. I, yeah. I'm kind of looking at it like another way, like for, as far as I can remember, I always just kind of felt like, like Sato was like Miyagi, like he maybe if that if that was the case, like I feel maybe Sato wanted more a simpler life. Like he liked what Miyagi had, like just simple things. And right. maybe there was too much pressure from his father if if he did have you know the money and and all of that. And when you know from his perspective, Miyagi abandoned him. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to embrace this legacy of mine. You know, forget the simple life that I thought I wanted. Um, you know, yeah. screw Miyagi. Uh, because yeah. I, I don't want to end up like him. I don't want to be a coward like him. So I, I guess I will be more like my dad. So that that's actually very, very interesting. Because like th there was some, you know, one of the episodes, like I was just like, oh, are, do they think that he always had money? Because I, I, I guess I never really thought about it. I just always assumed that he was also like, you know, poor like Miyagi too. Yeah, there was some reason why Miyagi asked his father to train Sato. And I guarantee they were friends and he saw that Sato needed some balance. There is some anger or, yep. or something going on in his family that he needed that peace and stability uh, that he knew that his uh, Miyagi knew that his father could help provide uh, and their home could help provide. I feel that after Miyagi betrayed him um, and uh, embarrassed him in front of the whole village, that Sato was just like, you know, threw both middle fingers up and backed out of the village yeah. <laughs> uh, and just was angry at, at everybody. And yeah, I, 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 I think you're right about, um, uh, he's a, he's hurt. He's hurt. He suffered a, a huge loss. I think, uh, after Miyagi, uh, quote unquote betrayed him. Um, uh, and, uh, and it is, it, it is probably something that has been burning. like, uh, burning into him uh, for the last 40 years as not only like an area of uh, contention, but also just uh, it's vulnerability. And maybe at this point, you're just like, I want to burn out that hole. <laughs> right. I want to heal that hole. And nothing's going to help me do that other than a, a huge fight with Miyagi. Um, but yeah. Some deep thoughts about Sato. Yeah. <laughs> this week as real. We, uh, we end. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's time to, uh, finish this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, leave. I won't explain why. Okay. Maybe it's fear. Um, <laughs> uh, and it does stink in here. So, but thank you so much. Sorry. My apologies for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my fear. I was talking about, I was, but thank you so much for uh, joining us, uh, joining me this week, <laughs> Peter. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I really, you know, I, I love this movie. Uh, that, that's why. You know, this is uh, my second return. I, I love Chosen. That's why I'm, I'm uh, back for more Chosen. But um, I'm glad I, I, I chose these minutes unintentionally. Like, I, I, I've i never really thought that deep. And, and like, uh, some of the things you brought up made me kind of like, oh, okay, you know, never looked at it that way. So that that's why it is interesting to kind of, you know, look at these two minutes at a time. So uh, I thank you for that. 
Oh, and I, I appreciate that as you've brought up uh, many things on, on your podcast talking about Cobra Kai, which I don't exactly, uh, that's not exactly my main focus of spending a lot of time thinking of uh, your discussions with Brianna usually uh, uh, opened my mind a little bit as well. Oh, sure. I mean, and like I, I've told people too, like, you know, I'm, I am I, I love the Karate Kid, but I wasn't the biggest fan out there and I'm not going to pretend yeah. to be so that's <clears throat> part of me so that's why like Brianna is on the show because of her knowledge like she's yeah. th- these are her movies that's what she grew up with I grew up watching them but you know I never and, and that was it so when I reviewed them for my movie podcast I was like oh I was looking at a lot of things in different ways as a podcaster now right. so but Cobra Kai is definitely my jam and that's where like you know obviously that's why we do the Cobra Kai show and get all the, the the insights and do all our talking there uh and we will be having brianna brianna on on a couple weeks i i think uh if we can make that work um but uh yeah thanks again uh let everybody know uh where they can find a gold cobra kai companion yeah uh the website that's that's where all the interviews are uh, and there'll be links for either the audio podcast or if there's a video the the uh, the youtube channel uh, but that's cobra kai companion companion spelled with a k dot com uh and we're available on all the podcast apps and also active on instagram and twitter awesome awesome uh and yeah like i said uh hopefully uh matt will be here next week uh but uh as for you listeners tune in next week when um daniel gives the old rag trick a try (laughs) uh and until next time what happened to you